Well, good day, friends. Welcome to Monday and a new week, Monday, January 23rd. Thanks for joining me for Enough for Today. And what a great day we had yesterday in church with Morris Gleiser. Man, I love that guy. Um, he preached, he taught us at a prayer breakfast on Saturday morning. We had a great time. And uh, then he recorded a podcast later in the day, which will go live on Leading in the Gospel, hopefully later, later this week. Then um, he prepared his live stream for Sunday night, and then he preached a great message from Leviticus uh, yesterday morning, and it encouraged both Christians and uh, unbelievers, and I'm sure somebody trusted Christ yesterday. It was just a a wonderful day, um, and a great spirit in church, good time of worship. It was just great to see our church family, and uh, I'm just back as well uh, late last week from a time with about 80 to 90 pastors in the Holy Land. Some of them brought their wives. Uh, so some of that 80 or 90 was, was wives as well. But we just had a great time encouraging and fellowshipping. And so many pastors, their first time to, uh, to Israel, to these places, and to see their faith come alive and to grow in God's word together was just a remarkable opportunity. Uh, Well, uh, today we begin our week with a new psalm. We finished Psalm 69 on Friday, and what a great one it was. And we move on to Psalm 70 today, which is a short psalm. It is uh, just five verses. And actually, this is what's interesting about this psalm. It is almost an exact duplicate of the end of Psalm 40, um, with a a few minor variations, but it's it's almost uh, an exact duplicate of the end of that psalm. It's as though... David took the end of that psalm and drew it out and rearranged it a little bit to fit another situation in his life. And I'll talk about that in a minute, but first I want to just read this psalm. I want you to join me in it, Psalm 70. Uh, I don't know if we'll spend all week in Psalm 70. It's five short verses, maybe just the first couple days this week, and then we'll move on to Psalm 71. Uh, But I pray that it will be an encouragement to you uh, either way. And thanks for joining me on this Monday. So let's read together Psalm 70 to the chief musician, a Psalm of David to bring to remembrance. So just hang on to that phrase to bring to remembrance. So it begins in verse one, make haste, O God, to deliver me, make haste to help me, O Lord. Let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward and put to confusion that desire my hurt. Let them be turned back for a reward of their shame that say, Aha, aha. Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. And let such as love thy salvation say continually, Let God be magnified. But I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me, O God. Thou art my help and my deliverer. O Lord, make no tarrying. So I want to come back to the very first, the title of the psalm, Psalm of David to bring to remembrance. Now, as we enter into these next couple of days, let's think for a minute, why would David pull this psalm back out, tweak it a little bit, reuse it, reapply it, create a new song from an old song? Well, there's a number of reasons why we bring things like this to remembrance. Let's just presume for a moment that David is um, running from Saul, maybe. Maybe he's running from Absalom. Either way, he is being pursued. Someone is seeking after his soul and 
Those are the two major times in his life that long seasons where someone was seeking after his soul. And he's praying for them to be turned backward, put to confusion. Um, But he begins the psalm by saying, this is a psalm, the purpose of this is to remember. So first thought I have is, maybe he brings this psalm out. Maybe he's not facing a hardship right now. Maybe he's flipping through his journal and he comes to this moment. Maybe it's years later. I'm just This is totally hypothetical, but I think it's, it fits the idea of remembrance. And maybe he is living in a, in a peaceable or a healthy or a sustained moment right now, and he remembers God's answers to these prayers. So the first reason we remember is we, we look back on the good things God's done in our lives. We remember the hardship he brought us through. Uh, we sat yesterday at lunch. I sat with uh, Morris Gleiser and Charlie Wright. We talked over the last 11 years, all the amazing things, wonderful ways God's delivered us from hardship at Emmanuel. And it's, it was just a sweet conversation. It was very much like rereading a prayer that we prayed, talking about how God delivered, how God you know, proved himself real in our midst. So the first reason, reason we journal we, we write down in our thoughts and devotions and we save those things. We go back and remember them is remembrance strengthens our, our faith. Didn't Jesus say this do in remembrance of me? He knew if we would remember. Why did, why did God ordain the routines of sacrifices, the routines of feasts and festivals and celebrations? Well, number one, he wanted his people to enjoy him. But number two, he wanted them to remember. He wanted them to know where their blessing came from, where their care and provision came from, where their purpose He wanted to remember him so they could remember who they are. It's so often we lose sight of who we are because we lose sight of who God is and what God has done. And we need to remember, not only do we need to remember Jesus and Calvary and the gospel and grace, we need to remember the the prayers he's already answered, the things he's already done, the the amazing things. So the first reason we remember is because we we, we need to celebrate what, what God has done in our history and strengthening our faith. But there's a second reason David might be remembering, and it may be that he's back in a hardship. Maybe he's running again, and he needs to remember what God did the last time he faced this situation. The reality is, in this life, we're going to find ourselves praying the same prayers over and over and over. And the first few times we pray those prayers, we're like, what happened? Did God go off the rails? Did he forget me? And then he gets us through and he sustains us and he protects us and cares for us. And we realize, no, he didn't forget me. This is just part of the journey. It's an uphill pilgrimage. It's, it's arduous. I'm going through valleys of shadow and near-death experiences. And I'm, I'm experiencing uh, vulnerability and risk and, and hardship and burdens at times. But God's going to walk with me through all of it. And I need to remember what he did last time I faced this trial. And, and I'll have greater confidence and less fear this time because of my remembrance. So the first way we remember, reason we remember is because we need to look back and celebrate. The second reason we remember is we need to draw forward the last experience to go through this new experience of burden or hardship or whatever we're facing. We need to remember what God did the last time we were here. That's so powerful. But there's a third one. And... Um, Maybe David is advising someone in his life who's going through something similar to what he went through. And maybe he pulls this psalm out, modifies it slightly for that person. Maybe he's 
wanting a new group of people to understand uh, and newly apply this old reality in his life. Maybe he's passing on his testimony and his remembrance is instructive and uh, discipling for someone else. So we pass on the faithfulness of God, the testimony of God to the, the generation coming behind us. And isn't that what we do every time we worship together in church in a multi-generational context? We have one generation lifting up and remembering and celebrating the praises of God to the next generation. And don't doubt for a second that the 20 and 30-somethings are sitting in the room looking at the 50 and 60 and 70 and 80-somethings and when they see joy and celebration and, uh, and passion and worship, they see faithfulness of God manifested in someone's life. So there's another really good reason to worship faithfully in remembrance to pass on to the next generation. So I don't know why David has brought us back to the end of Psalm 40 at Psalm 70. I don't know why God believes we need this psalm at least these five verses again. But I look forward to the next couple of days in this journey together with you. And maybe you discern, why are we taking time to remember? Hey, have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. <music>